0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am the most influential speaker from the House of M, uh, bringing to you another exciting episode of The Icebox. As you remember, and if you don't, I'll remind you, uh, joining us on a prior uh, podcast uh, were the wild card and Hollywood himself. And we were discussing some favorite moments, uh, favorite things of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And it was intended to be an hour-long podcast. Well, that didn't happen. No, we were talking way too much. So it extended to just short of three hours. So to make it more uh, feasible for our audio listeners to take it in, uh, we're breaking this podcast up into three parts. And this is part two. Uh, So without further ado, let's just get right into the show and resume our Marvel Cinematic Universe conversation. Uh, we'll go right into the opposite of that. What's your favorite villain in the MCU? Um, a lot of uh, good ones to pick too. I would say, arguably, we, I don't know if I've seen my favorite villain in the MCU yet, but from what we have available with these with this gamut of movies, um, there's a couple easy ones I could pick, but I'm gonna, my, my quick choice, this is my honorable mention, would be uh, Ultron, uh, I was really excited when I saw the trailers for Ultron. Um, I loved the Pinocchio reference. I love the voice um, with spader as uh, Ultron too, and I thought it was going to be you know fantastic and it was good. I liked it, but my pick is going to loki um, Loki specifically because I think again the actor um, i can 't remember his name i 'm sorry um, but he he just he, what is it? Hiddleston. Yeah, uh, Tom Hiddleston. Uh, just nailed Loki. And when I say nailed Loki, it's not like I had a huge library of reference of the character before the MCU. But now, when I think of Loki, I think of MCU Loki. So, and I think that's just the impression he made. And, and he's, he wants power. He wants to be favored. He wants to run asgard he wants to be better than thor he wants to kill thor uh his relation to the frost giants uh his role with the infinity stones and then to see him go full circle and becoming a hero to to some degree where he's working with thor now um maybe because of the common enemy um and then to see him to see him in jail uh in uh thor is it yeah thor 2 right um Mm. And just to see how yeah, I remember, it was like, oh my god, they they still have him, or he's still around. Thank goodness, because he was so cool. Um, and then you know th- to see him be dispatched in uh, Infinity War, um, and dug on it, you never know if this guy's dead. <laughs> to be honest, right, because he throws himself over here, or he goes into something over here. The master of mischief, the god of mischief, right? So I mean, I'd still like to think there's a chance that he can come back in end game um, that Thanos didn't kill him. But I think it means more if Thanos did kill him in, in uh, infinity war. Uh, so I'm kind of hoping, I mean, I don't, it's, it's, it's fine, but I'm kind of hoping that his, his end did come in that movie. Um, but you never know. You, you never know. Again, the God of Mischief for a reason. So we'll see what uh, kind of role he, he ends up playing. Um, he's picked up to have his own series in the new Disney streaming too. So we'll get to see him uh, there as well. But I, I think loki also loki's my favorite villain because he took a character um was the villain, but the character was so popular and he hit he wanted to be seen uh again and he came back in another movie and he became a pivotal character in the m c u uh in general not just in the in the thor franchise but in i mean he was the main guy in Avengers right and in comics he was the villain to you also in the comics he was the villain to unify the forces of good to take him out and form the Avengers initially anyway. So why not pay tribute to him in that way? So Loki is my pick. What do you guys think of Loki?
1: Um, that's a good pick. I, I mean, he's all, there's, there's a, there's a, it's a pretty short list Yeah, uh, for that we're picking from. And, you know, I would say off the top of my head, yeah, there is top three. He yeah. might be, my, he might be my third. But actually, he is my yeah. I could say he definitely is my third. But um, that's my number one. Doesn't take any <laughs> doesn't take anything away from what he does. Right. It's yeah. He's he's a good pick. Uh, he he's he's a good actor and he brings a lot to that character.
0: He does. I remember
1: yeah. in the in the first Avengers when I remember the scene that kind of creeped me out a little bit was when he was at the museum and he. Sh- Shoved that thing in that guy's eye, pulled pulled his eye out.
0: Yeah,
1: and then he walks outside, and and as he's transforming into his 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 comic uh, costume or whatever, um, he looked pretty intimidating. There's just a bunch of humans over there, and he was gonna kill it. He was gonna kill all of them. Yeah, yeah. Scene with him, and he just commanded everything, and and then you know, then all of a sudden Cap shows up, and that was. That was an awesome fight <laughs> again for that. That's an underrated fight, too. That was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. If
1: I'm not mistaken, maybe I think that's the first time we saw Cap fight. Uh, not, I guess, anyone from this era. I mean, he fought Red Skull back then, but I don't think we had seen him fight anybody up until that point. So yeah. that was like the first guy he took on. But no, it's a good pick. Nothing wrong yeah. with
0: that. What do you think about Loki?
2: Um,. I, I do like him quite a bit. Uh, I think the actor nailed his look and his mannerisms. Um, I I wish he wouldn't have been as friendly or good-natured at times. Like, I enjoyed when he was very low-key, you know, very mis- like said, mischievous, I guess. Um, but... Uh, I don't know. Like I, said, I don't know if he maybe stayed too long. He's a good, good villain. Very good villain. First, probably the first really good villain we've had in the in the Marvel. Well, yeah. Okay. I'll I'll even go as that. Um, but he brought so much to that to that character. You yeah. couldn't help but like the guy. He's his. What do you yeah. call it, um, charming. You know, I can't think of the word. Uh, but his likability. You know, even though he's a bad guy. You can't help but like the dude you know right, <laughs> it's, charisma, right. it's charisma yeah um but uh yeah very cool and uh i think i enjoyed him the most in probably avengers the very yeah, first avengers. I say that. Yeah. uh you know when he i think my favorite my, i think my favorite scene of him was when he's talking to the widow when he's in the, in the prison the glass prison and he kind of breaks her until he realizes that she was just playing him yeah. He she figures out that he he wants to get banner and, and uh release the Hulk inside the ship. And he and, you know it kind of shakes him. But then later on when he finally turns into the Hulk and he roars, you see Loki, you know, look up like, you know, ah,
0: yeah, he did it. But anyway,
2: you know, very cool stuff like that, you know, very very good. I I enjoyed him quite a bit.
0: And let's not forget uh the famous scene with the Hulk. Uh, pretty much destroying a god and uh, a slamming literally bro. slamming him back and forth. A scene that has been copied since then by what by a few <laughs> movies, uh, including a Dragon Ball uh, Broly movie Joe too. <laughs> you saw when Broly did the same thing with uh, Goku. He was just kind of, it's a it's a famous scene now and uh, copied by more than one media. So, oh, we lost Matt because we were talking about Dragon Ball Super. That's okay. All right, welcome back. We're back to talking about the MCU. Good God, that was quick. <laughs> Just as soon as, like me talking about Jason Aaron with comics, we lost Joe. Talking about Dragon Ball Super, we lost Matt. All right, back to the MCU. Um, All right, so we, okay, so those are our villains. No, that was my villain. Uh (laughs) Let's skip you two now. Um, Joe, Joe, go ahead and tell us your favorite MCU villain.
1: That's all, that's all we need to do. He, <laughs> good. He's the reason something is coming to an end. <laughs> I mean, this is the this is what all this is the payoff. He's the payoff. This is someone that, you know, really up and not until maybe three movies ago never really got any screen time, but you know, and and a post credit scene. And we were kind of wondering how he was gonna be. As a villain, because uh, he's the big, he's the big bad baddie of the Marvel universe, and one of yeah, them. big Josh Brolin, and God, I mean, I,
0: I, yeah, another I, good I, actor I, too, Josh
1: Brolin. But I, uh, he's got a great voice, and you know the the way they really, the Infinity War is basically about Thanos. It's, I mean, yeah. he's like half the movies about him. I like to see the you know the percentage on that, but it, 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 half the movie I think is is with him. But he's he's obsessed, and I love that he's he he's no one intimidates him. I mean, right off the bat, he you know he takes the, the Hulk up until this point was our big gun, and you know he bum rushed he bum rushed Thanos and he got him and you know he knocked him down. He was doing okay, and then. And then uh, what's his one dude's uh, the skinny guy? I can't remember the oh. final Finchman's name. Um, but he's like, "Nah, he's good. Let him have his fun." And I'm like, "Oh, right. Jesus Christ!" Right. And and then he proceeds to dismantle the Hulk with just he, he nothing. Physically but dissects the Hulk. He and it, like, punch and. Yeah, you know, I'm just like <laughs>
0: you're, you're used to seeing, like you said, the Hulk. Just he's the answer, right? He's the yeah. bomb that finishes anything you want. Loki, to the point where Loki was finally happy to deliver that bomb to someone else and not himself, and then yeah. goes at it, and then you know let let him have his fun, and Hulk meets like power. He he's yeah. power incarnate, right? Strength incarnate and thanos is just even above that where he takes all that that strength but then puts form to his fighting ability which enabled him to dismantle the hulk strategically right he's like a surgeon with his punches i could yeah. see it in my head he's just kind of going boom boom, boom you know? and hulk's just like he's taken back and he floors him he beats the hulk quickly mind you and that's without yeah, song, you know and just incredible. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I got excited.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, he, uh, and he's that, he's that obsessed. I mean, they really had a play of right. And, you know, he's totally different from the, in the, in the Infinity Gauntlet because he's, he's doing it because he's in love with Lady Death. And I'm kind of glad they didn't take that route because yeah. it would have seemed a little hokey in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like this guy's doing this for, for this, this broad. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, even though it's Lady Death, I, I, I'm glad they didn't.
2: Right. I'm glad
1: they made it more about just his ideology of what society should be. Yeah. This is what he feels what's best. I mean, it's very, I mean, you want to get a little political about this bullshit, but I mean, this is, this is his vision of what he wants the world, the, the universe to be. And he thinks if it's this way, Everyone will be good. <laughs> They'll be good. Yeah. You know, so all he I mean, all he wants is to accomplish that, and there's like no one that can really stop him. I mean, you get multiple like that one, the whole scene um, Matt was talking about when you know everyone goes at him. They're trying to get the gauntlet off of him, and he takes on everybody. I mean, he's throwing fucking moons at you. I mean, you can't, <laughs> you're not going to beat this guy one-on-one and then when he gets Stark uh at the end there that kind of reminded me of that uh, Troy scene when uh Brad Pitt's fighting Eric Bana and he takes the he takes Bana's spear from his own hand and takes it and impales it and and that's what he kills uh Eric Bana and uh and but yeah he broke off Stark's own sword and and (laughs) it's pretty good I'm like, oh, that's, that's it. That was, that was, that was, that was it. But, uh, no, I mean, and then it, just the way he talks, the lines, I mean, he's got so many classic lines now already, and he's just, uh, <laughs> he is what all of this payoff of 11 years. That's what it should be. It should yeah. be something like that. And that should have been, if it wasn't, if that should have been your favorite villain, then they didn't do it right.
0: Right. Well, I feel like a jerk now because I didn't pick them.
1: <laughs> well, from my point of view—that's that's, Yeah, no, yeah. This is what all the buildup is to was was for this. These two movies, and if you didn't buy it, then I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Know, I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> Yep. Thanks. <laughs> hey, my buddy. The
0: King of Penguins is here with us now.
2: King of Penguins.
0: That's one of his aliases. To be, to be explained on another podcast, mind you. Okay. So no later. So we got Thanos. Know, you know, to some degree, you're right. Um, if you don't pick Thanos for this question, <laughs> yeah, why are we even discussing it? But for the sake of podcasting, we're we have
1: Loki
0: and Thanos. So now we go to before we get into Dig's uh, arrival. Uh, Prime, go ahead. What's your favorite MCU villain? Yep.
2: I'd like to comment on Thanos if I could. I didn't get a chance.
0: Oh, Too bad. Let
1: me mute you. Not kidding.
2: Go ahead. Go ahead. No, um, yeah, definitely Thanos. Again, I'm glad Joe took him. I'm glad somebody took him because he is definitely the culmination of, of, he is, of, yeah. of bad guys. Um, you know, no, learned... He's no Loki, but you know. <laughs> I've learned the best bad guy. The best bad guy that, that you can see is one who doesn't believe he's a bad guy. Yeah and that's Thanos to a team. Just you know and I I I want to say he they might have even changed him from the first or developed him better from the first time that we see a little glimpse of him in in the movies to when he actually comes around because you know his his reasoning for wiping out half the universe is sound. <laughs> you know it's like yeah there's overpopulation there's not enough food or you know whatever he's making the world and worlds, you know, better places to the be universe. because it's they thrive, you know. So he definitely believes what he's doing is right, and that's what makes a scary villain, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's also good to see, like when he is fighting, he he enjoys it. You know, he enjoys uh, the combat. He likes beating up on people, whatever. He's a bully. He, you know, he does definitely still knows um, the thrill of, of combat, and you know, and being able to overpower. People and being in charge, kind of, and you see, he's got a good grin, you know. You see him kind of like, you know, kind of thing, which is <laughs> which is good from the comics. Like, in comics, that go? He's, you know, right, he
1: making a comic, <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <right, go> <laughs> you do see that quite a bit in the comics. You see his sneer, we'll call it a sneer, um, and he's got that. Down. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, it's funny because I right in the beginning I was kind of upset by his face because like Ultron actually his eyes they made his eyes kind of humanish and in the comics they're they're black with like a little yellow dye, you know star in them, I guess you know yeah but that was like really you know, you look at him that's really how he looks kind of deal and and the character they made now he's not at all you know they took away that and it's it's light purple and you do that because you can see, you can read the actor better, you know, and it, yeah. it, it works, you know. And I was afraid it wouldn't, but it, it works. Whereas, like Ultron, in the comics, he's got that void with like a little uh, red dot or yellow dot, whatever it is. And in the in the movies, they don't. They, you know, they they make his face kind of expression. You know, like he actually has metal moving somehow to make expressions. And I didn't like that. I I I wouldn't even give him an honorable mention. I was very disappointed with Ultron actually, but. But he can be your honorable mention.
1: <laughs> no, right. oh I messed God, up with I Loki,
2: gotta, I can't even
0: honorable mention Ultron. I got to agree with Matt, though. I, <laughs> All right, well, go
1: ahead. You're, you're both being muted. Go ahead, though. Because, you know, I, I watched that uh, The Young Avengers movie on uh, the animated Marvel uh, movie. I think it's on Netflix.
0: Yeah.
1: And Ultron's the main guy in there. And I'm like, and I seen, and I seen that came out before Age Ultron, but uh, I'm like, man, they he they made him talk so cool, he was intimidating, he was perfect. That's Ultron, and then when they kind of made him like a a, an opposite Tony Stark, I mean, he was joking around and doing all this stuff. I mean, I I didn't really like it.
2: Um, it was a way to go that they tried to go, and it. I don't think it succeeded. Yeah.
1: I understand. And, and, they, did, and they did mess up his face. And that's, that's not
2: what, how I saw him.
1: And they could have, like, I, I saw him more as, like, when that first uh, Stark bot was creeping up. Like, he, he had just took over that bot, and that's when he uh, interrupted their party. I kind of like that face. I mean, that, even though it was more, you know, is way more crude. But that was maybe, I guess that was their homage to what he should have looked like. I don't know. Whatever.
0: Just for the for the record. And you can rewind this podcast if you want to find out. But I said I was most excited for Ultron. I didn't say the execution was uh what is good
2: challenge.
0: Um I'll just delete <laughs> your part. Your part of this podcast will be erased. <laughs> um so yes, Thanos, solid pick, Joy. I agree with that too. Uh, we've I don't know what more we can say to that. Um, again, another another one where the actor... Matt's gone? I snapped him. Did you see that? Oh, wow. Is that what happened? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Keep, oh, him, keep him there. <laughs> uh, the actor brings so much more to this, too. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, and I'm, I'm glad they departed. Uh, they took a departure from his comic version because uh, it fits very well in what the MCU did. So that gets us to uh, Matt's pick for his favorite MCU villain before we get into the introduction of uh superstar next to me
2: here um you know it's, it's tough because the villains are always hard to do to be really cool you know without uh giving them time to develop which i think is another reason why thanos was able to to you know to to be the to be the guy because they did develop him you know even if it was a little bit of time um but uh Ah, boy! You know, here's my honorable mention, and you know, and if if my if my main pick doesn't work, like if the rules don't allow it, um, then he. The rules are pretty simple. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Your favorite well, MCU villain. We'll up
0: see. To, up till Endgame. We'll, we'll see. There really isn't much room for interpretation on that, is there, Diggs? <coughs> say into the mic.
3: <laughs> no. So let's hear what you got to say. Hey Joe,
2: get back here, Joe. Well, we'll find out because my honorable my honorable mention was you know what? I really like the Ironmonger, like he did a good job, and I think a lot of it has to do with the, with the Hector uh, Bridges. Just he's he's awesome. I love anything he does, you know. But you see him with the bald head, you're like, oh god, what's going on here with the big beard? But he was so cool, and he's creepy, you know. He's like. I, I, one of my favorite scenes is, is when uh, Pepper tries to go into the office to steal the, I don't know what she was stealing, like the information or the password or something off his computer. And then he's in there and oh, she's yeah, trying. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's copying the information down. And then um, she gets out of there just in time and leaves. And that scene where she's like walking out and looking over her shoulder and you see him just standing there in the doorway. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, that's a badass scene. Yeah. And, like, those, well, the one of the favorite parts was uh, when he's got Pepper, Pepper again at gunpoint. We're done with a out a of her, you know. Um, when he goes, your services are no longer required. I mean, it's a great line, <laughs> great line, uh, just the way he. So <laughs> I, I love the Ironmonger. So I'll come back to him being my number one if my real number one breaks the rules.
0: I can't wait to say no. To this, to this pick here.
2: What if it's legal, wrong,
0: sir? Wrong. You stole it, fizzy lifting drinks.
2: <laughs> but if it's legal, I would like to say Wilson Fisk, the kingpin of the Daredevil Marvel series. Is that legal? Nope. No. <laughs> if it's not, if it's not, then i then I'm going to revert back to the Ironmonger. Because we're
1: clearly talking about the Marvel cinematic universe. Uh, and
0: despite, and despite uh, Daredevil on Netflix being loosely within that universe, it was never on the cinematic universe. Okay, the
2: okay, universe. That's fine. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. So but, it,
1: that is a way better honorable mention than Ultron. <laughs>
2: Well, then, then he'll be my. What's wrong with my? Is my opinion? Jeez, I am just disagreeing with you. In America, before, we have
0: something called the freedom of speech.
2: Before I get back to the monger, then, then I will just use Kingpin as my honorable mention because I love the Kingpin and what they did with him was was awesome, and I love the actor that they that they used for him. Actor's perfect you know? again. Yep. And again, it's a it's an it's a character who doesn't think he's wrong. You know, he's doing it for the city. He's just taking alternative methods. But oh man, the the uh, his ruthlessness, his emotions—the way they go up and down, or whatever—keeps or calm or cool when he realizes things are wrong, or when he beats the hell out of people, like when he beats the hell out of Daredevil, or you know, um, he was a did he fight Punisher or did he? He Punisher you know, in his, the jail. He's in jail, his army guys, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. I, I I loved the way the, what they did with Wilson Fisk. I would have liked to seen him in the actual cinematic universe. To be honest, with you.
0: Yeah, he wanted, he, the he, actor wanted to be he wanted to be, uh, play along with uh, Spider Man.
2: Yeah, that would have been it great. That would be great, yeah.
0: Uh, but, Chris, so, yeah, good, good, awesome, honorable mention. Yeah, Kingpin's fantastic and just a great series with Daredevil on Netflix too. So, so anything you want to say about Fisk?
1: Um, so your classic fist punch. Yeah, I
0: mean, we got. I, I don't have enough room. Maybe I'll I'll shoot that somewhere else. I mean, you can't do a fist punch justice in this little space right here. No, but I mean no. The, the fist punch when I did the fist punch for that actor,
2: I made him laugh. You can't get much better than yeah, that. Oh, me. that's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, then I'm going to get back to to the monger. Um, I did I. Didn't, you, I like that, that villain. That was a great villain. Was, and it's in the first big movie, you know, of Iron Man. And uh, I, I, I don't know if you heard me before, Joe, but we were talking about the scene when when Pepper steals the information off the computer uh, in his in his office. That whole scene there is super tense. And then as she leaves, she looks over her shoulder, and you just see him standing in the doorway, just looking at her like, you know, just just wondering what what she was doing. He's he's scary, and she's. Trying to get out of that office as soon as she can, you know, with the shield, the shield, even, um, trying to get out of there. But the way he is, like I said, I think a lot of it has to do with the actor the way he talks, you know? Yeah, voice
0: yeah. is a big thing too with him. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: When he puts the little, uh, paralyzing siren in, in Tony Stark's ear, you know, and you see him freeze up and then he tells him, you know, what really reveals his plan kind of deal. But, uh, he you know, really, he should have won right there.
0: Yeah, he could have, yeah. he easily could have won. Tony Stark oh. could have been dead right there.
2: Yeah, you know, but he, you know, he liked him, but good, good character, great character. <laughs> great character who, again, you know, even if, even if what he thought he was doing was right, um, he was still pretty ruthless. but he still didn't, he just doesn't see himself as, as wrong. He's a profiteer, you know, it's what he was Arm-sealer, doing. dealer, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I, I, it's, it's kind of underrated. I thought he was a very good villain and, uh, I, yeah, I'll take him. I I think Thanos would probably be the, the number one because I think he did it. But of the guys we've seen so far, so far, um, I really like the Iron Monger. I'm gonna go with the Iron Monger.
0: Um I I like the Ironmonger. Uh again, I I honestly I think we talked about it enough. I don't know what else I could say about him other than uh uh Tony Stark built this in a cave, right? That's another <laughs> another great line from him as well um but yeah he's just an arms dealer and he was upset because star cost him money um and, and prestige you know so and he did it on his own and but he he was scary a good again he looked he looked powerful even just as like a he was human but that beard that bald look his voice his his uh his what, his, I don't, what do we call it his clothing or his attire you know business Right? He he hides behind that, even though he is an Ironmonger, uh, for all intents and purposes. And then when he puts on that suit, it's like just a big bulky Iron Man type suit, but with you know, it's it just fits him because that's exactly what it is in the comics, too. Uh, yeah. Iron Monger is just a big bulky armor suit. And they they put they translated that, I think, really well. Um, and great villain to kind of set out the Marvel universe, too. So uh, anything else you want to say, Joe?
1: Yeah, um my favorite scene for him one of my favorite teams is when the uh the g-hop guy they bring back the suit and they're in the tent with them and he they're, they're trying to I, I don't know if he's trying to negotiate like more weapons or something like that with him and that's when he first brings out the neuralizer. right and then he he just talks shit right right to him he's like technology always been a problem for you people in this part of the country yeah. i'm like oh dude and um then he just kills everybody he gives him the order and kills everybody i'm like wow so no that's a great pick he's a, he's a he's a he's a he's again one of the first ones and that was kind of the complaint that a lot of fans had though is a lot of the villains were like opposite of the hero exactly what the hero was just an evil version. Yeah. But uh whatever that was, whatever that was the first was one fitting. so you can get away with that I guess, but no, it was that was perfect for him. Cuz all and in all attempts purposes, he should have won that.
0: You could have All right, so there's our favorite Marvel Cinematic Universe villains. Um, in case you didn't notice, uh, we have another uh, guest on the show. Uh, He's known as the, you know what, I always introduce you, right? And that was something we were going to work on. Go ahead and introduce yourself.
3: My name is Diggs.
0: He has joined us on the show, so that's awesome. Thanks for joining us, Diggs. Um, We're going to uh, get your quick opinions, Um, but let's let's hear it uh, from you. You can see the list right in front of you there, right?
3: I do see the list right in front of me there, yes. So
0: we want to know what your favorite Marvel Cinematic Universe fight was, your favorite Marvel Cinematic Universe hero, and your favorite Marvel Cinematic Universe villain.
2: All right. Enlighten us. Does he need time to think?
0: Not this guy.
3: Uh, I might.
2: <laughs> just real quick. Just real quick. I, I just wanna say while 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 Diego's thinking. All right, good. Um, I think Marvel has done such a great job with their bad guys. I think they've gotten better. Like in the beginning, uh they're a little rough. Better you
0: know? than the ironmonger?
2: Well, it's tough, but they're they're getting there. They're getting there. Like uh like the Black Panther guy. He was a pretty good pretty good bad guy. Another person who thought he was right. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: <coughs> uh, oh, hold on. Yeah, I'll cut you off real quick. So I'm gonna say my honorable mention because I didn't get one. i like you guys. Um,
0: well, you just got to say it. That's all you got to do.
1: I, I always forget about it because I always answer the question directly. Anyways, <laughs>
0: that was a shot. That was a shot. Yeah,
1: that was that, that was a shot. <laughs> was a shot. <laughs> um, is uh, Michael Keaton the vulture. Yes. yes.
0: Um, yeah, yeah. I was close it was to saying good, him.
1: Good, 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 I've always been a just a huge. Uh, he's like one of my favorite actors, if not my most favorite actor, but. Um he totally nailed the vulture. And it's a very it's a very weird Spider-Man. Wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, 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 life. I don't I don't think he he didn't nail the vulture. I think he made the vulture his own.
1: He was his, better than yeah, the comic he, book well,
0: version. Yeah, yeah, better than the comic <laughs> way better than the comic book I know what you meant, but I just wanted to say I like he took the vulture. Because the Vulture in comics is, I, w- I want to say, laughable. You know, he's, he's got his moments. He's just an old guy, literally old.
1: Right, um, that's what I was saying. He's this, just an old Keaton guy. Version,
0: this Keaton version is just, it's like a cool Vulture. Um, yeah. And he, he took it, he, he made okay. it his own. And you, you can see Keaton. And because Keaton is like doing that, that that character, you just you just fall in love with him right away. You know, you want to like that guy. Continue. Sorry, I just want
1: to say that. No, no, that's exactly I maybe I said it wrong, but yeah, that's exactly where I was where I was going because um in the comic scene she's nothing. He's just an old dude in a green in a green Leotard. costume. And um he uh and Michael Keaton just made this guy. I mean I love the way he they made the wings. There there was it was no feathers, it was like a suit. It was like out of that out of the technology from the Battle of New York and he, that's what he was trying to get to make those weapons and i kind of like the, the
0: working little...
1: man <laughs> yes right. yes it was the working it was the working man's iron man i like and i like the rift between him and, uh, and and tony stark like he, you know it, he doesn't really give tony spark uh tony stark the the respect that he should because he feels he's he's better than him I like it, and that's his, that's his ego and but uh, but no, it's, he's got great lines and like the the one scene Jim had mentioned when he uh, his wings cut all the pillars down. He was like, "Look, I wasn't even trying, kid. I was way ahead, <laughs> of you. and he's out, and you know the, everything collapses on him." But um, no, that's uh, that would be my honorable mention. I Want to get that in there?
0: Strong, oh, strong honorable
1: mention. You know, it, it shows again. It now, just shows an honorable mention, Jim. It shows
2: it shows the genius. Of Marvel. I stand
0: by Ultron again. The expectation of Ultron, not the execution. Expectation versus execution. Next character.
2: And I, I, I don't think it was expectation, but um, <laughs> it's just another. It's, it's a great example of the difference between the minds of Marvel and, like, we'll say, Sony. Because you know they took one of my favorite characters, the Rhino, and in the in the Sony of Spider-Man, and they and it was a great actor. I like the actor that they chose, but they show him in a laughable, you know, big old, I don't even know what you want to call it, some kind of a suit that he would wear, and just ruin that character. Because what are you gonna do? The comic, the comic guy is a guy dressed in like armored leotards, you know, and it's very hard to do do it right, you know. And that was their that was their shot at it, you know, and they screwed it up. Whereas the vulture, again, another very laughable character um, to try and do. He's in the comics. He's got this feather boa around his neck. Well, how do you how do you represent that in the you know in a movie version and still make it and still like make a throwback to the comic? Well, they give him a fighter pilot jacket with you know the furry the furry whatever you want to call it, feathery collar thing around his neck a bomber jacket. That, that that's yeah. genius, you know. That's that, that's just a realistic version, not a super suit, but it's a realistic version and a callback or paying homage to a classic character in the comics. That's the difference. Like, Marvel knows how to do that now, and you know, and how to how to if it it doesn't work, you you change it, you make it your own, but you still honor the character, the source that, material, all that. Yeah, love that, you know? love it. Hey, what what happened to digs? Oh, hilarious.
3: All right, you got your answers. I can't really think of a villain. Ooh. That's okay.
0: There's not too many out there.
1: <laughs> hey, say Ultron, Diego.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: about to start with
3: start with your
1: start with the fight.
0: Okay. What's your favorite fight scene?
3: So, obviously, I wasn't down here to hear all your answers. It's okay. But, I feel like maybe Good. one of you guys have said this. Maybe. And it would be Cap versus Iron Man.
0: We did not say it, so elaborate. No. Right.
3: I think it would be my favorite MCU fight. Just because you're taking two big heroes and putting them against each other. Just Very starting true. that um, trouble between them, yeah, I guess. It, yeah. no, and no, the no. conflict.
0: I agree. And and that, that conflict definitely carried over into the Avengers Infinity War where they didn't even see each other on screen um, and, and I think they finally get reunited thanks to the trailers this is no spoiler because it's in the trailers but they, they don't meet again until Avengers Endgame um, but yeah that, that, was, that was rough seeing the two beloved characters that we named uh, as our favorite heroes in one, at one point in this conversation go at each other um, and not sparring like they did at the airport scene um, they they were gunning for each other. Um, Stark more so, maybe. I think Cap just wanted to stop the fight. Um, but Stark was trying to get past Steve in order to get to the Winter Soldier. But yeah, great scene. And that, again, right out of the comic books, too. A lot of those scenes.
1: Yeah. I, uh, one of the things I love about that scene is the very end of it when Captain America is taking his shield and just whacking the hell out of... Of Iron Man right in the face, and it's over. He won, <laughs> and Cap just like he just had enough. He could have ended that fight anytime he wanted to. He really could have, I think. And at the end, he just got, he had, he got tired of it and took his shield and just went to town, and that was it. Oh no, great pick, good pick,
0: good pick. And again, the other classic moment in that fight scene was when uh, he and his his best friend Bucky when they both go go toe-to-toe with Stark and he's right in the middle. (laughs) I remember that in the trailer, too. He's throwing the shield back and forth and hitting Stark with it. At that point, I was like, I'm feeling sorry for Tony. (laughs) I was like, oh, man, he's not going to win this. He came back and he held his own, obviously, Um, but just another great moment. But uh, what do you have to say
2: Matt? Oh, no, great, great pick, Diego. Great pick. I'm glad you did, because it is truly one of the great fight scenes in the whole cinematic universe. It's, It's... Way up there, and I think, I think Iron Man was limited because it was in a small confined space. And if it was a bigger area, Iron Man probably would have had the upper hand. But he did a pretty damn good job, uh, you know, with the with the small area that he had, and he was going against two guys. And yeah, Cap was trying to hold him back, but to an extent, he couldn't hold back either because if he did, he knew Iron Man would probably kill him. So he had to stop the fight, and that you know only way to do that is to destroy the armor. And I think there was a couple times, didn't he? Doesn't he take his helmet off at the end and whatever and kind of like force him down and you can see uh, Robert Downey Jr. just spraining like you know like he's he's yeah. just furious. he's mad great great scene, scene you know. alright
1: um,
0: so that was your favorite MCU play who's your favorite MCU hero?
3: Captain America
1: very nice
0: I pick Captain America uh, why is he your favorite?
3: I don't know. It's just something about him, the big hero heroic um symbol he is and he's one of those classic Marvel characters too. And there's something that I don't know, it just makes me like him.
0: Uh yeah, so we 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 talked about Cap before but uh it makes sense that you picked him. Mhm. <laughs> um but Cap is just is, he's the guy. He's the st- he's the Marvel standard and um uh, Speaking of the microphone yeah, yeah, I know. Sorry. Um, you, you could tell the difference, could you? Like talking from here to here? Yeah, yeah Jim. Uh, Captain America. That's Diego's pick. <laughs> Good pick. All right. Um, opposite of that, your favorite MCU villain? I don't know. Still question mark for the villain. You wanna see, do you want to take a, a Baron Zemo? Sure you don't have to i'm just kidding you don't have to i that was that was one of my honorable mentions baron zima until matt shot him down in, a, in another, an earlier discussion sure. what, what did baron zima do nothing just defeat defeat the avengers and cause them all to break down he didn't do much um all right so we're gonna go <laughs> we're gonna go on if you think of one let us know you thought of one
3: no i just wanted to say something this was the main reason i came down here don't go on youtube I, I went on it a couple times, and all I saw was Avengers Endgame stuff. So I immediately closed out of it.
0: You didn't see, you didn't see anything that wrecked it? No. Yeah, there's spoilers everywhere, so just uh, just avoid it to, to at all costs. Um, are you going to leave us? Is that what you meant?
3: I can finish the last two questions, maybe.
0: All right, good. They shouldn't take too long. These are, these are quick ones, especially this next question. Everything. our favorite no, item. we're
1: not talking about everything diego
0: we're not um so <laughs> you, what is so stay. Your, so <laughs> what is your favorite line delivered by an mcu character hero or villain again when i thought of this uh cr- this this uh question mine was instant i know exactly what it is and it's not necessarily like, I get shivers every time I hear it, and it's nothing, nothing like that. The line just epitomizes, for me, this this character's um, charisma or personality. And it's from Avengers number one. It's when Captain America is on the one of the planes, I don't know if it was the Quinjet, and it's the first appearance of Thor. They see lightning coming around and I almost—I think it was uh, Black Widow who says, "That's um, don't go out there, Cap. Those guys are gods." And Cap delivers the line, which is my favorite: "There's only one god, ma'am." And I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. <laughs> Love that line. I can recite it day and night. But that is Cap, and he, you know, he calls—he calls uh, Black Widow ma'am. You know, <laughs> and there's only one god. And He doesn't dress like that. Just just epitomizes Captain America for me, um, with a close honorable mention of same character uh, delivering the line of "I can do this all day," just the never give up attitude either. So uh, again, my favorite MCU heroes, Cap. Uh, my favorite line delivered by an uh, MCU character, same character, Cap. Uh, those are my lines. Um, did those leave an impression on you guys at all, or or I don't know. They were just they were great to me. <clears throat>
2: They were definitely great lines uh it which epitomized captain america quite a bit you know he, he's got a couple of those where he's where he says that, which is just good classic hammy all-american you know um boy scout kind of lines you know <laughs> and, he, and he delivers them oh so, yeah i enjoyed them
0: <laughs> um, again, this this one we don't really have to say everything about the lines because there's only so much you can say. But uh, Joe, anything you want to add or no?
1: Yeah, uh, Joe doesn't uh, like them uh, apparently. <laughs> no, I um, that, those are great lines. Um, and there's more. Um,
0: no spoilers.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to say anything. So, um, no great lines. <laughs>
0: Diggs, anything you want to say about those or no?
1: Um,
3: actually, one. And that would be that your honorable mention
0: is mine. All right. So Diggs' favorite line is, I could do this all day. Again, <laughs> <laughs> okay, just epitomizes Captain America. He doesn't give up. I love that. I love that line, too.
1: Good um, you, you, do you,
0: <laughs> After we go, generally, uh, uh, the wild card goes next. Yes and then Hollywood, but let's, just for the heck of it, you pick the next person, and if it happens to be the wild card, then it's the wild card, but go ahead, pick the next person. I'm going to change it up.
1: So who goes?
3: Hollywood. It's Uncle Hollywood, you. Uncle Hollywood.
2: (laughs) Well, don't. It's tough. I really love my Iron Monger. I, you know, I, that that line where he says, "Your services are no longer required." It's such a cool badass line, and the fact that he pulls out that gun and puts it right on and is about to shoot like that is just super cool. But I we talked enough about the Monger, so I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with this one. This is a great. This is a great line. <clears throat> This is in the movie The Incredible Hulk, and Emil Blasky has been getting doses of the super soldier serum little little bits at a time. you know he keeps getting more and more, and you can see the guy's getting sick, but he wants that power and uh S- Samuel Stearns, who we know as the leader um is. He's got a bunch of the drugs ready for him, and Blonsky's telling him, you know, he's like, "I, you've seen that power. I, I want that power. Give it to me." You know, he's like, he's like, and, he, and you can see he's scared, but he's excited too. The um, leader, Stern, and he's like, I, he's like, I, "I don't know how much you have in you already." He's like, well, "What I, 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 you know, I, I could give you more, but it would be a total guess." He goes. He's like, I don't know. What, I don't know what you have in you already. Anything that I would give you would be an abomination. It was, it was such a cool way to work in the name of the character, you know. And because they, I don't think they called him the abomination at all, except for that one line. Yeah, you know, I and it was
0: referred oh, to him as Blonsky, and that was it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a great. It's a great old school villain, you know. And you you know, you want to get the name in there if you can. It's always fun to hear the characters called by the, by their name, you know, and then you know, like when he calls them Hulk, that sounds kind of weird when the abomination, goes, oh do that. It, it sounds kind of weird. But the way they worked in that line, and as he was saying it, I could see it coming. You know, I could see him say he's like, Oh, he's gonna say that. You know, he's like, anything anything in or in you could be an abomination. It's, oh again genius writing and delivered excellently by a couple good actors and characters it's it's one of my favorite lines I
0: I totally wouldn't have gone there at all but I I, I totally forgot about that line actually Tia said it but um, you're right it's one of those just like the bomber jacket with the vulture it's just an awesome way to kind of work that uh, tribute to the comics in Joe What am I answering? <laughs> Any comments to Matt's favorite MCU line? Oh, uh, no. All right. All right. <laughs> we're moving on, then. Or, Diggs, do you have anything to say about that line? Nothing from Diggs, either. Do you know have more movie? Yes. You're, yeah, okay. Because I, I, we were talking about this the other day. it's like um, – because he's been alive – it's been yeah. years, right? And so you're 13 – so he, he was two when Iron Man, you know, first started all this stuff. So um, some of those early movies he watched when he was really young. Uh, so I, just, I was just curious if you remember that that Hulk movie,
2: uh, but you do. That's an old school beggar. I do. All right, so
0: going to uh, the wild card. What is your favorite line delivered by an MCU character?
1: You know, you He has not apparently. <laughs> I, I've been thinking this whole time, and I, I can't think of one. Um, I, I, I don't know. I, I, there's a lot of good one-liners, but... Um,
0: Millionaire, philanthropist, genius.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, see, there's, a lot, there's all kinds. Of, you know, I can't really pick one. I'm not going to pick one. I can't think of it right now. <laughs> someone, someone just got eliminated. All oh,
2: right! <laughs> but, yeah, course, the Tony Stark line of, we have a Hulk, is another good line, you know? <laughs> I think you know, another good line. Yeah, I mean, if you guys throw enough of them out there, I'll probably, that'll get my brain
1: triggered. But I, well, I don't that's, know.
0: Not, that's not our job, so... <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna bypass that one just like we bypassed Diggs' MCU villain. That's okay. There's a there's a lot out there. All right. Well guess what? Uh, that brings us to our final uh, option here. Final final line, final question.
2: Final saying how much did it cost you? Everything. Yeah, you know, good line. <laughs>
1: that's
0: a great line.
1: It is. And that's probably if I had my if I had a pick one, I guess that would be it. Well, that's your answer then. What do you mean if you had to pick? You kinda did. I just I would have to think about it more because he has so many good lines, and I can't think of it right now.
0: All right, Joe's favorite line in the MCU is the word everything. everything. (laughs) All right, there you go. There you have it. I like Like,
1: that. I'm gonna roll with that for now.
0: All right, (laughs) wild card for a reason. All right, well, there you have it. That's part two of our Marvel Cinematic Universe conversation with the wild card and Hollywood himself uh join us again next time and we will have the third part the final part of our discussion and um we'll have some uh, uh more words of wisdom from Diggs as well uh just want to remind everyone that you can still find us on facebook as inspired creations h-o-m and we hope that you enjoyed our show i want to thank everyone else for uh, listening and uh, feel free to give us a comment i'd love to hear what you have to think about our show uh, so until next, Slime, may all your cakes be tasty.